I want to thank Research FDI for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call with them so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion worth of projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about Research FDI. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic developers. Call them at 514-488-3168 and see how Research FDI can help you create real prospects. Hello, this is Chad Chancellor with Next Move Group. Before we begin today's podcast, if you've been enjoying our podcast series, please go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. That'll sure help us out. We'd appreciate it a whole lot. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast. This is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. Today, Megan McCormick's joining us. She's executive director of the St. Bernard Economic Development Foundation. So, Megan, welcome. Thank you. I'm really glad you got my title right because I just spoke on a panel yesterday and they had my title as executive director of St. Bernard Parish. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's a big a deal. Promotion, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We have people, Megan, from around the country that listen. They don't even know what a parish is. So just tell these <laughs> folks. They may be thinking we're talking about the church or something. So tell these folks uh, where St. Bernard Parish is and what all is exciting going on there. Great. Well, St. Bernard Parish is just four and a half miles downriver from New Orleans. So if you follow the line of the Mississippi River and head east, we are, you know, just about four miles down. St. Bernard Parish has a population of about 47,000, and we've done a really big push of trying to get people to fill out the census because it's incredibly important for our economic development efforts. We will hopefully have 50,000, thanks to the 2020 census, but it's a small parish. It's a rural parish. We are home to one of the original Ford plants, which is really exciting. There were six built around the United States back in the 1920s, designed by Albert Kahn, and you know, I'm really excited to be here. I've been on the job for about six months. I'm originally from New York, so <laughs> a lot of people have questions about how I ended up here, but it's a really great place, and there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah, so from New York and starting a job there in COVID. So, I mean, that, that just all adds up to a story. So, <laughs> how yeah. did you end up in New Orleans? So I, um, like many people, came here on a service trip, really fell in love with the city, but didn't get to experience everything that I wanted to experience. So went to college here, fell in love with the city, during college, I interned with Goldman Sachs during the summer and then was eventually offered a full-time job there right before I graduated. So worked there for about three years, really fell in love with the business community that we have here, the culture of the city, the food, the restaurants, the dining, jazz festival, and all of that. So I wanted to stay, despite my parents really wanting me to go back to New York. <laughs> 
and you know i've been here ever since <laughs> that made you made you want to say <laughs> yes so for our yeah. listeners who have actually visited me when you look out my window when you look out in the distance you're looking at saint bernard round the bend of the river if you look through the marriott hotel i mean a lot of people have been in my condo so they can just picture where saint bernard might be so it's very much part of metro new orleans but y'all got a lot of housing projects going on over there with what I would call kind of middle income type housing. So a lot of people now are moving to St. Bernard. You got a good school district. So kind of tell folks what separates it in the Orleans region. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned our school district. I have many board members who also sit on the school board here. We're home to one of the top 10 public school systems in the state of Louisiana. We have really awesome partnerships between our school and our top employers here so that students can get externships and so that they can get real work experience before they graduate from high school. And speaking of the housing market, it's booming in St. Bernard Parish. If you look at the permit reports, we have about 28 to 35 new residential construction permits issued every month by the St. Bernard Parish government. So that just shows that people want to move here. You know, they're choosing St. Bernard over Orleans Parish and some of the other surrounding areas. And by the way, a parish is like a county for anyone who's listening. Oh, yeah, we should have covered that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <sorry. laughs> so, <laughs> from the surrounding parishes or counties. We actually started a program. I can't take any credit because it was started before I became the executive director here. But we have a program called Sold on St. Bernard. And that is a really big push of encouraging people who are maybe priced out of Orleans Parish to move to St. Bernard, build a home here, start a family here, and stay here. So that program has been highly successful. We're seeing many construction companies in the area purchase what we call builder bundles, which are basically bundles of lots, typically about six lots. And the way the program works is they get a special rate. They bid on those lots. They get a special rate for the lot. And then what they have to do is they have to guarantee the parish that they're going to build within six months. And then once that home is completed and sold, then within six months, they have to start building on the next lot. So we're seeing a really beautiful residential neighborhoods pop up in areas that used to just have barren land. You know, it's beautiful. If you drive around, you'll see so much new construction, so many beautiful houses, the design standards, which were created by Jason Stopa, who works in our Office of Community Development, are really incredible and kind of are reminiscent of the older homes. They really do a nice job of making sure that the new homes fit in with older homes in the neighborhoods. Anyone who's in the area to drive by and just drive around St. Bernard Parish, all you'll see is opportunity. Yeah, and one of the good things about St. Bernard, man, you really can play in any market. You've got the Port Harbital Terminal. I think I got their name right, St. Bernard Port, uh, right there on the Mississippi River. But you've also got commercial opportunities, residential. You've got a strong community college, a strong hospital. So you can really play in all. And, and that's one of the things I like about the program that y'all are doing. I mean, you not only are doing the big stuff, but you're also helping entrepreneurs. Talk about some of the startup St. Bernard type stuff y'all are doing. Oh, yeah, definitely. So one of my passions is really supporting small businesses and all the people that have more guts than I do and went out there and created a business just like you, Chad. You know, a personal honor of mine is to be able to support those people who are creating jobs in our communities and doing what they can to, to provide amenities like restaurants and bars and places for people to go and places for people to shop. So what we have here at the St. Bernard Economic Development Foundation are two programs. One is called Grow St. Bernard, which is a kind of a professional development series. It's like a mini Goldman Sachs program for business owners here in St. Bernard to learn about marketing, sales, operations. We even do a QuickBooks training, just all of those things that you need to know as a business owner, but may not have learned in school or may not have even learned in 20 years of owning the business or working in a family business or whatever that may be. So that's Grow St. Bernard. And then we also have a really exciting pitch competition called Startup St. Bernard. 
like many other pitch competitions, we invite people to apply who have business ideas or startup companies. They tell us a little bit about that startup company and then their opportunity to grow. And we work with many sponsors to provide a really nice and actually one of the largest prize packages throughout the region. So that prize package typically comes with about $50,000 in cash and then $50,000 in in-kind services. So marketing services, accounting services, graphic design services, website services, public relations services, everything that a business owner would need. And we even include in-kind office space thanks to Gulf Coast Bank as a part of that prize package. So it's, you know, not only are we helping you with the cash to get up and running, but we're also helping you with the services that most business owners need as they're starting a business or growing a company. That's a model a lot of our listeners might be interested in. So, you know, people are asking me all the time, how do we do more than just industrial recruitment? Who has good models of small business and all? And y'all would definitely be one to look at. Tell these folks your website. We'll put it on our email as well. But if they want to go look around at y'all's programs. Definitely. Our website is sbedf.org, St. Bernard Economic Development Foundation.org. Rural community, we do everything that we can to support our small businesses. We work very closely with the chamber because we realize that as much as we would like to have these large employers, and we do have some really large employers here in St. Bernard Parish, our small businesses are what make our community. St. Bernard has lots of fishermen and that whole game. And I know because every time the hurricanes come through, I'm watching on TV and they got your parish president guy on there. (laughs) He's fun to watch. He calms everybody. The storm's six hours away. Don't worry. And everybody's panicking. The storm's going to Lake Charles. He's on there as a calming voice. (laughs) I know. Well, that's what I love about this parish, honestly, is that we we're so diverse as far as industries go. So we have, you know, our large employers like the refineries, we're home to Domino Sugar, which is a household name. And I'm sure all of your listeners throughout the country are familiar with Domino Sugar. When you go into a grocery store, it's the first one you see on the shelf. Like I said earlier, we're home to the Ford plant, but then we're also a huge fishing community. So all of our shrimpers and oyster fishermen, and I say fishermen because all of the ones that I've met are male, (laughs) not to say that there aren't fisher women out there, (laughs) The commercial fishing community that we have here in St. Bernard is also really incredible. And they're supplying seafood to restaurants in Orleans Parish that are fine dining restaurants where tourists from all over the world are eating St. Bernard seafood. So it's an exciting place to be. And we were also recently, just about two weeks ago, home to the Redfish World Series. So Mm. (laughs) that puts us on the map. We had a huge fishing competition, captain's banquet, and people came from all over the United States to come fish for redfish in St. Bernard Parish. Thank you, Megan. We're going to take a quick break for a message for our listeners. We'll be right back with a lot more with Megan McCormack right after this. I want to thank LocationOne.com. Some of you know it as Lois for sponsoring today's podcast. In my opinion, Lois is the best buildings and sites database on the market. One of the reasons I think that is it gives you nationwide exposure. So I used to be the economic developer in Paducah, Kentucky, and I made a terrible mistake. I only put my buildings and sites on the Kentucky Economic Development Buildings and Sites database. Well, Paducah bordered Illinois and was within 30 or so miles of Missouri, Indiana, and Tennessee. So what sense did it make for me to not put my bills and sites on a nationwide database? Well, Lois does that for you. Looking back, I should have put my bills and sites on Lois. It's also easy to use for an economic developer. It's just like using Facebook. It walks you through how to insert your pictures and your information and so forth. And the thing I like most, it works well on my iPad. If I'm in an industrial building, I want to be able to look at that thing on my iPad. Lois does that for me. Other bills and sites databases struggle with that. So if you got 10 or 15 minutes to spare, go over to 
locationone.com. Book yourself a demo and see if this can help your community have more success. So for our local, somewhat local folks, if you're driving in on I-10 into New Orleans, and St. Bernard would be basically where Chalmette. Chalmette's probably your most well-known town. Now, you got a bunch of them. That's the sign you see if you're coming from Mobile or Biloxi along Interstate 10, just to give our listeners some idea if you're wondering where in the world this place is <laughs> without having your iPhone out. It's the Chalmette area and goes all the way down to the Gulf. Isn't that right? Yeah, you're exactly right. It's funny that you say that it goes all the way down to the Gulf because that hasn't always been the case. but now it is the case, and we actually have an event. Well, we don't host the event, but the St. Bernard Chamber is hosting an event called Tour to Parish, which is a really nice bicycling ride where you can either do a 10-mile ride, a 16-mile ride, or a 50-plus-mile ride and go all the way down to what we call the end of the world, which is where the land ends and the gulf begins. And you know, Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'll, yeah, you should. That sounds I'm, cool. This year, it's the St. Bernard Chamber event. It's a beautiful bike ride, and it's a nice way to see the parish. But at the end, there's a huge sign that says end of the world because it truly is the end of, <laughs> of the world. It's, you don't see land for miles. It's, you know, the open water and it's really beautiful down there. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. Well, I actually met Megan. She talks a lot about small business and my listeners will know that we went through the Goldman Sachs 10,000 small business program in 2017 and we've grown more than 100% since we did it. So we talk all the time about, you know, just uh, I really have never got into what all it was as far as our show's concerned, but we tell people that was kind of a turning point for us. And so I actually met Megan. She worked for the program. So that's where we met, I guess, three years ago now. So yeah. talk about your time doing that for the listeners out there that maybe uh, kind of are curious about that. And were you passionate about small business before you did it? Or was it that process that got you passionate about it? I think that process definitely made me more passionate, but I had always had this idea that I wanted to be a business owner. And that program solidified for me that I do not want to be a business owner, but I want to do everything I can to support them. Because it takes, I mean, as you know, you know, being a business owner yourself, it takes a lot of guts, it takes a lot of grit. And you have to, you know, be willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do. And it's incredibly humbling to be someone who employs other people and pays for their livelihood and make sure their families are fed. And so I have the utmost respect for all of the people that go through that program and all the people who own businesses in our world. <laughs> but anyway, a little bit about the program. It's an honor to be able to talk about the program and to say that I worked for it. But it's a small business education program created by Babson College. It is the number one entrepreneurship college in the world. They created an incredibly practical curriculum, which is what I liked about it. So we've had people come through the program who have MBAs from Harvard, for example, but still needed to go through that program to learn how to put what they learned in their MBA program and what they're learning in the Goldman Sachs program to work for their own business. So that's what I really loved about it. The educational experience is really practical and hands-on where you're in class for about one day a week for three months. So you're in class with about 30 other business owners. They have this program in, I think now they're probably in 19 different cities throughout the United States. At the time I worked for the program three years ago, it was only I would say 12 or so cities throughout the United States. And then they even have programs in Egypt. They have a 10,000 women program supporting women business owners in Egypt. And then they also have a program in the UK. So it's a really tremendous program. Goldman Sachs Foundation actually puts up the funding to pay for the program to exist. So it's no cost to the business owners and really just has those three components. Education, which is the educational part where you're in the classroom. Now they're doing it virtually, of course. They have the access to capital piece where they partner with different financial institutions and specifically community development financial institutions for small businesses to access resources to grow. 
So if you're a restaurant and you need capital to build your next restaurant or whatever your growth opportunity might be, they partner with financial institutions to help you with that and get you special rates. And then they also have what I thought was the best piece of it, which is the advising piece. And Chad, you could probably talk more about your experience with this, but the advising piece is huge because you have a consultant who is not only trained, but they work with you for those three months that you're in the program one-on-one to figure out what the challenges in your business are, what the opportunities for your business are, and they work with you to make it happen. And they give you that honest feedback that so many people don't get or just really need to learn how to grow their businesses. So it's a very practical, well-thought-out program. I was honored to work for it. And you know, it's made me really passionate about small businesses and helped me realize how much work the business owners in our world put into it. Yeah. It is a lot of work, but we did that program in the, the fourth quarter of 2017. And I am not the type of guy that can go sit in a classroom all day. I'm just not. And I had to do that every Thursday. And so we actually, our revenue went down right at first because I was rethinking everything. I was having to rethink everything. You know, yep. you're getting all this stuff thrown at you. And, but they kind of told us this might happen because what happened for me is on Thursday, I was in the yep. class and Friday, I was just totally tired because I'd been there all day. And so, so my time was not spent growing the business, but as soon as we came out of it and could implement everything that we wanted to do, I mean, it worked for us. And you're right. It's like getting an MBA for your own business because yeah. all the studies you do is for your business. You're not studying yeah. how Pepsi Cola did. So you're studying how you can do it. And so yeah, that no, was exactly. really, but they told us they had go. Yeah, they had several goals. One was creating jobs, but we've hired two more full-time people since we did it. And so that worked. And one was growing your business. We've grown over 100%. Before I did it, I was one of these. I didn't really think you could train an entrepreneur. I just thought we kind of were born. And I do think you're born born to take the risk. But you certainly can be trained in how to be a better business person. I had never had training for our business. We used to have a real hard time describing what we do. Yeah. A lot of people, economic development, you have small business, you, we had a really hard time. And I mean, that program honed us in on just exactly what we want to do, which is help small to mid-sized companies, communities, and nonprofit organizations. That's what we want to do. That, believe it or not, that statement I just said yep. took about three weeks in that program <laughs> to whittle it down to what it was. Well, but it was. We still talk about it every week. We talked about it Monday. We were doing a marketing yeah. thing and we were talking about some of the things that we learned. And so we still talk about it all the time. It was a total changing moment for us. Yeah. What I love about what you just said is that you started with why. And one of the videos that they show everyone in that class is a Simon Sinek video called Start With Why. And it's about how most people, when they're describing what they do, they say, oh, my name is, you know, Megan. I work for the St. Bernard Economic Development Foundation. And my focus is bringing you know, business to St. Bernard Parish. And so they end with why they do what they do, or they may not even mention it. But what you did is you said, we help small communities with growing jobs and blah, blah, blah. And that is huge. And it makes a difference for a lot of people who are trying to understand what you do. Because if you tell them why you do it, then they'll understand. They say, oh, this guy cares about creating jobs. Thank you, Megan. We're going to take a quick break for a message for our listeners. We'll be right back with a lot more with Megan McCormack right after this. In June of 2020, Next Move Group launched a new initiative called The Movement, and we already have more than 100 economic developers as part of our movement. The movement was really built to help improve the quality of lives of economic developers. It helps economic developers land more deals, helps them get along better with their board and elected officials, helps them deal with the media, even helps them learn how to build their resume if they want to look for a new job. So thank you to our first 100 members, and if you want to join the movement, go to thenextmovegroup.com backslash movement to learn more. 
my dad used to work at a sunbeam plant as a forklift driver and his jobs uh-huh. got shipped to China. And he was yeah. one of the, you know, thousands of people in these little Southern towns that apparel jobs and all went overseas. And then my business partner, Alex, his family owned meat processing plants, like not just a butcher shop, big plants. Walmart basically put them out of business as Walmart got into groceries and all. So we both come at it. And as we really compared our stories, we were like, that's the why. I was never ashamed of it, but I didn't lead with it. But now I lead with it. I don't yeah. care if I'm in New York, Boston, I lead. That's why I do it. <laughs> and a lot of people, once in a while, somebody won't like it, but a lot of people respond to it and they understand And That was a very valuable part well, of it. Well, it's funny that you say that because when I was in my interview for this job, actually, one of the questions that came up is, you know, really, why are you here? What are you, <laughs> you know, you're not from New Orleans. You're not from Louisiana. You're from New York why are you here? Why do you care about St. Bernard Parish? And why do you want this job? And for me, it's not about a raise or a change in title or anything like that. It's because I'm from a small rural community that has great public schools and really incredible natural assets, similar to St. Bernard Parish. And I want to be in one of those communities and make a difference there. I never have asked you what community in New York are you from? It's a small town called Rock Hill. It's in Sullivan County, New York, about an hour and a half to two hours north of New York City. It was a great place to grow up. I still love it. I love going home. And yeah. People always ask me moving to New Orleans, not being from here. I was close, but I wasn't from New Orleans. And people always ask me, was the town welcoming? I don't know. Maybe they think that it's not a welcoming place. It was very welcoming to me. I mean, did you find that? I mean, I had no problem whatsoever getting right in. (laughs) Anybody out there thinking about New Orleans, that's something we can leave you with. Yeah. I mean, I would not be here if it wasn't welcoming. And that's what made it so hard to leave. When I graduated from college, I had a job offer in Boston and a job offer in New York City. And of course, you know, my family would have loved for me to, you know, graduate from college and then move a little closer to home so that they could see me more often. But because I had already found my friends and, you know, my New Orleans family here, it was so hard to leave the region because this is one of those places that just like takes you in with open arms. And the next thing you know, you're eating Sunday dinner at someone's family's house and you're, you know, on the parade route with this person's family. And it's one of those places that takes you in and doesn't, let you leave <laughs> you know yeah. it's hard to leave so yeah. and Bernard is very much like that as well we're only five miles from New Orleans from the Orleans Parish border and if you think New Orleans is a tight-knit community that takes you in St. Bernard is even more so the people that I've met here you know at first they were kind of like who is this person <laughs> she's from New York we don't know who she is <laughs> but now I mean everyone has been incredibly welcoming I have cell phone numbers for parish council members I've gotten to meet the people who are on the school board I've gotten to meet at least one person who works for each of our top employers. You know, we have one of the largest landowners. Our parish is incredibly welcoming and always willing to chat and meet for lunch. And, you know, again, it's that hospitality and everyone here just makes you feel like family. You know, even business owners who might be interested in doing business here, it's the same for you. If you have an idea or an opportunity to do business in St. Bernard, this parish is more than welcoming to you because they want to see growth. They want to see, you know, opportunity and they want to see jobs. So, they're going to take you in and they're going to say, oh, you need a permit? Okay, here's the cell phone number for the person in the permitting department. Oh, you need to, you know, purchase that piece of land? I know the owner. I worked with his mother and here's his cell phone number. So it's one of those places where it's really great to do business here because everyone's willing to help you. They want to see you succeed and they're going to do everything they can to streamline the process for you. Well, Megan, thanks for spending a few minutes with us or anything that you uh, want to share with our audience I might not have asked you. You know, if anyone out there is curious about St. Bernard, feel free to reach out to me. I love, you know, what I'm doing here and the parish is always open for opportunity. So 
Thank you so much for having me today. If anyone has any questions about anything that we talked about today, you're more than welcome to put our website or my email out there for your listeners. But thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you're on here and glad you're doing well. And uh, so next time that tourists come to New Orleans, they always ask me, what things should I do other than just go to Bourbon Street? Because, you know, that's yeah. something you want to walk down at once and then you've done it. And, and so y'all go out and visit St. Bernard. It's right here beside us. Spend a little money over there. And maybe I don't know if that funnels into your budget somehow. I'll give you a little more money to deal with. So it's only four <laughs> miles away. It really is. We call ourselves the birthplace of America in a lot of ways because we're home to Shawmut Battlefield where the Battle of New Orleans took place. I learned about this when I was in school in New York. Everyone learns about the Battle of New Orleans and how that battle was fought. And if you want to see where it all happened, come to St. Bernard Parish and all eat right. some Rocky and Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. <laughs> Thanks, Chad.